In today's tutorial, you're going to learn how to create stereoscopic titles in Avid DS. We're using Avid DS version 10.3.1, which has additional stereoscopic tools that don't exist in the older versions. However, if you don't have 10.3.1, you can still learn a lot from this tutorial. And actually, you can do everything that I'm going to do in this one, but you'll have to do a little bit of improvising. You're also going to need Anaglyph 3D glasses so you can see what you're creating. If you have a pair of anaglyph stereoscopic glasses, now is the time to put them on and see an example of a title that I built in uh, DS's 3D DV to see how that's created. We'll uh, get out of here, go to File, New, DS Sequence. And uh, when you're creating a new sequence, you can choose whatever settings you need, whether it's standard def or high def. But there's a new option in 10.3.1, uh, Stereoscopic Container Output. For anaglyphic glasses, you would select the first option, but this is by far the worst way of viewing stereoscopic picture. If you have active shutter glasses, you would most likely select one of the options at the bottom, and in that case, you probably know this pretty well, so I don't need to explain you how that works. But let's say you have anaglyph glasses, so select the first option, create a new sequence, which we already have in this example, so I'm just going to click on cancel in this case, and we're back to the sequence. We don't have enough time in this tutorial to cover the basics of uh, 3D DV, so I will assume that you already know how to build simple titles in there, but we'll use a preset that I built earlier, which you can also download from hdhead.com if you um, don't have time to build a fully three-dimensional title. It's, it's real fast and simple, actually. So here's a, a 3D title created in 3D DVE. And let's be very clear about the nomenclature. 3D is not the same as uh, stereoscopic picture. This title is three-dimensional, but it's not stereoscopic yet. And let's double-click onto the 3D DVE effect that will take us inside. I'm going to center the pan and zoom by hitting Z and X on the keyboard and left-clicking. And just because we can, let's just, let's enhance this title a little bit by adding a bit of animation. So I'm going to go to the beginning of the uh, clip, click on A for automatic keyframing. We'll select the object and rotate it a little bit so to auto-generate the first keyframe. Then I'm going to go to the end of the timeline and uh, we'll spin this title a little bit. So now our title is spinning a little and we'll also animate some of the lights so here's one light that's illuminating the extruded edges. We'll move it down here at the end. And then we have a, a spotlight. I'll put it here at the end. And at the beginning, I'm going to put it there. So let's see the light pass. So it's, it's, it's coming together. I'm going to click on the megaphone to take us back to the top, where we can also see what we've just accomplished. Now comes the fun part. In um, versions of AvidDS that support stereoscopic imaging, you have a new option when you right-click on a clip. You can turn it into a stereoscopic container. Uh, one important thing is Avid 8.4 and before, all those versions are actually quite as capable as uh, version 10 to produce all these stereoscopic effects. In fact, 3D DVE has been in DS for many years. What those versions don't have is some of the simplified handling of the output of your stereoscopic picture. But with some ingenuity, actually, you can create that even in DS 8.4. But anyway, we're inside of a stereoscopic container. The original clip that I right-clicked and turned into a stereoscopic container is the left eye for our effect. And I'm going to Control-C, copy, and paste this exact same clip down one layer below and that's going to become our right eye. At this moment, if we solo these tracks, they're exactly the same. There's no difference between the left and the right eye, so therefore that, that is not a stereoscopic image yet. Now comes the fun part. If we double-click the original effect, we'll see that inside 3D DV, there are actually two cameras we can use. One is the main scene camera that will be used for the final rendered output. 
The other one is, a, is an auxiliary camera used to help us get around the scene. So if I click on toggle camera, they will switch to the auxiliary camera. And uh, it's looking at the front, so it doesn't look much different from the other one. But if I click on the top view and I dolly back, we're starting to see the cone of vision of the of our main scene camera, which is represented in blue. And we can see that the main camera is targeting roughly the middle of our text object. So if I select the camera and I move it about the scene, you'll notice that, that the camera is always locked to that target in the middle of the object. That's actually very useful for a stereoscopic setup because in most cases, especially in CGI, you want to converge two cameras into the center of the object. So left eye would be positioned roughly like that and the right eye would be positioned like that. The actual distances between the cameras, the interaction distances, is something that you have to figure out based on the overall depth in your composite. But let's click on the camera properties box here. And here are the coordinates for our camera. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to position, this is, this is going to become our left eye camera. I'm going to position it at minus 10 units. And we'll close this and exit. Go back to the top. There's a little bit of parallax separation here so we're, we're getting a uh, three-dimensional view already or stereoscopic view rather so I'm going to double click the other 3D DV select the camera that's going to become our right eye camera click on the camera properties and position this camera at plus 10 units so this is now our right eye camera and we'll go back out and here is our view we have the left and the right camera more distance between the camera, the, the interaction distance will make the object seem smaller and tighter the separation between the cameras, uh, the object will appear to be larger and closer to us. Back on the main timeline, you can see our effect and it, it's animating. But to see it even better, it's the best to put some sort of a background deep behind the effect. I'm going to copy and paste this background that I created earlier, which is just a convergence test pattern available in your Avid DS test patterns. This background element is the stereoscopic container itself. So if I right click on it and go to stereoscopic properties, in version 10.3.1, we have new tools that we can use to adjust what Avid is referring to as convergence, uh, which uh, Lenny Lipton in his uh, stereoscopic glossary speaks about the erroneous use of uh, convergence in this context, which he prefers a term uh, HIT, uh, horizontal image translation. So if we, if we adjust this parameter, we're separating one or the other way. We're creating positive or negative parallax for the background. So we can make it set further back in our depth composite or bring it closer to foreground. We can also create impossible situations such as, as background being in front of the foreground, which is a visual paradox. So the best thing is to tweak these uh, values with glasses to the point where you get a good stereoscopic separation. We can use these same tools, stereoscopic properties, on our foreground element on the text that says stereo and change amount of parallax. But the best way to deal with this is actually to move your cameras because in this case you, you do have the option of moving the cameras to further to the left or further to the right instead of using this tool which is uh, essentially two DVEs translating the picture to the left and to the right. The other tool we have is the Y position adjustment. Very unlikely that you would need to correct for something like this with the material that you've created from scratch in DS, but very often camera shot material, you do have to fix camera alignment problems. And uh, if you have a picture that goes, that fills up the, the live action picture that fills up the full screen, once you do these adjustments, you do need to zoom the picture in a little bit to, to cover up the gaps that you open along the edges of the frame. And here's our new stereoscopic title in DS. You may wonder why is it necessary to have stereoscopic titles in the first place, 
It is because even something as simple as subtitles, if they have zero parallax, which means they're set to appear on the screen plane, they create this visual paradox where they are placed seemingly in front of everything else. But as far as the depth, their position in the back. So even subtitles have to be shifted towards the viewer. And with something as interesting as a 3D title like this, where you see the extrusion and, and, and the profile of the object, it's even more important to have it rendered properly in stereoscopic vision. Otherwise, your comp will look something like this, where the object is just flat on top of a background. It looks like a cutout. And to be perfectly honest, this stereoscopic title is not that good either because uh, there's some problems with it. You can see the letter O has more parallax than the background itself, which would set it further back in Z depth than the background. So, so you know, th there are issues with this thing as well. It was just creating it kind of fast, so you can see the ideas behind it. If you're lazy to create this preset with a text, you can download it from www.hdhead.com.